0: Greetings everyone! Again to another episode of the Woody Words of Wisdom podcast. I am your host, Maymoon Bay. Today, we're going to read process number five, the Prosperity Game. When to use this process? When you want to expand your ability to imagine. When you want to add more clarity or specific, specific, <laughs> this word specificity to your desire when you want to enhance the flow of money into your experience, when you want to enhance the flow of abundance with respect to a variety of things, current emotional set point range, this prosperity game will be one of the most valued to you when your emotional set point is ranging somewhere between joy, knowledge, empowerment, freedom, love, appreciation, and discouragement. If you're not sure what your current emotional set point is, Turn back to Chapter 22 and scan the categories on the Emotional Guidance Scale. I was actually thinking about this earlier, and I believe it is in somewhere in reading number 5 or 6. It had to have been. So you can go back and listen to those recordings. And if not, you should be able to find a PDF version of this book and look through that and just kind of skim through to the different categories um, and continue onwards in this process you will begin by establishing an imaginary checking account in other words there will be no actual bank involved but you will make deposit entries and check withdrawals just as if it were an actual account you can use an old checkbook system that is no longer in use in accounting program in your computer or you could even manufacture a complete system by using a notebook as your checkbook register and blank pieces of paper for your deposit slips and checks. It is of value to make this process feel as real to you as possible. On the first day, deposit $1,000 and spend it. In other words, make a $1,000 deposit entry into your checkbook register, then write out checks to spend those dollars. You can spend your money all in one place using one check you could spend it in several different places. Spend it for several different things using several different checks. The point of the game is to have fun thinking about what you would like to purchase and to enjoy the process of actually writing out the checks. Be descriptive on the memo portion of the check. For example, for a beneficial writing pen, or grant great running shoes, a membership at Gordon's House Spa. You can spend it all today. Or save some of it for another day. However, we encourage you to do your best to spend it today because tomorrow you'll be making another wonderful deposit. On the second day, deposit $2,000. On the third day, $3,000. On the fourth day, deposit $4,000. When you reach day 50, deposit $50,000. When you reach day 300, deposit $300,000. If you play this game Every day for one year, you will have deposited and spent more than $66 million. You'll be benefiting by increasing your ability to imagine. In other words, you will discover as you play the game for a few weeks that it will begin to take real concentration to spend that much money, and so your ability to imagine will expand tremendously. Most of your physical friends really do not exercise their imagination very much. Most people offer their vibrations almost exclusively in response to what they are observing. But, by playing this game, you will find yourself reaching for new ideas, and in time, you will feel the expansion of your own desire and expectation. In doing so, you will benefit by shifting your point of attraction. You see, the universe is responding to your vibrational offering, not to your current state of being. So if you are giving your attention only to your current state of being, then your future evolves much the same. But if you are giving focused attention to these wonderful expanding ideas that this game evokes from you, the universe now expands to the vibrations of those thoughts. The universe makes no distinction between the vibration you offer in response to what you are living, and the vibration that you offer in response to what you are imagining. So this prosperity game process is a powerful tool for shifting your vibrational point of attraction. You can play the game for a short time, or you can play it for an entire year or more. Whatever you choose is appropriate. It may feel awkward in the beginning, but the longer you play the game, the more expansive your imagination will become. And as your imagination expands and you focus on the spirit of fun and expansion, your point of attraction will shift. By writing the checks using your imagination, writing the memos, focusing as you write, and feeling no resistance as you write the checks because there is no fear of overspending, you will achieve what is necessary in the achievement of anything. You will have made a statement of desire while you're in the state of non-resistance, or better said, in the state of allowing. So not only will you have the benefit of an expanded imagination, but your point of attraction will shift, and your life experience will then shift as well. Not only will your financial situation improve, but all manner of things that you have focused upon with pleasure will begin to flow into your experience. You can start the game or stop it, and you can play it in any way you like. There are no rules. There is nothing that you should or should not do. In other words, pick it up and play with it. Spend as much as you want. But the important thing is, do your best to exercise your imagination. If you were a sculptor on your first day of sculpting, you would not take your big clump of clay and throw it down on the table and say, oh, it didn't turn out right. You would mold it. You would get better at it. You would get more clay. You would get different colored clay you'd find a way to continue to evolve in your creative endeavor. And yet, when it comes to the creation that you mold with the clay of the energy that creates the worlds, most of you make no conscious effort to direct your thought. In other words, it is as if somebody else took the clay and threw it down there, and now you spend your life just talking about how it looks. Well, that didn't turn out very good. My parents should have done something different about that, or the economy should be doing something different than that or there is injustice or unfairness, or I don't like the way somebody else dealt with that. And we say, get your hands in your own clay. Summon the energy through the power of your desire and mold it through the power of your imagination. A friend said to us recently, Abraham, I don't think you care if my lover ever comes to me. I think you want me to get so good at imagining him that I don't notice that he's not here. And we said that is exactly right. Because when you are imagining that he is here then in your joy in that moment you vibrate in a place where you summon and allow god force life force to flow through you and there is nothing more wonderful than that and then we said oh and by the way when you get there he cannot come but as long as your desire for him to come is more about your awareness that he has not come not only can he not come but the misery that you are feeling in the moment is because you are choosing a vibration that does not allow the energy that your desire is summoning. Joyously playing this prosperity game will not only improve your financial state of being, but every aspect of your life will improve as well. It will not only help you achieve, activate, more vibrations around you that you want, but it will assist you in focusing more of the time in a way that allows the things that you want to flow into your experience. Playing this game will cause you to offer a more expansive, expectant vibration. And it is our promise to you that manifestations will begin to arrive in response to your changed vibration. Process number six, the process of meditation. When to use this process? When you want relief from resistance? When you want an easier way of immediately raising your vibration? When you want to raise your general level of vibration? When you want to feel an awareness of your inner being current emotional set point range this process of meditation will be will be the most value to you when your emotional set point is urging somewhere between joy knowledge empowerment freedom love appreciation and fear grief depression despair powerlessness if you are not sure where your current emotional set point is turn back to chapter 22 and scan the categories on the emotional patent scale Any thought that you continue to think is called a belief, and many of your beliefs serve you extremely well. Thoughts that harmonize with the knowledge of your source and thoughts that match the desires that you hold, but some of your beliefs do not serve you well. Thoughts about your own inadequacy or your unworthiness are examples of those kind of thoughts. Now, with an understanding of the laws of the universe and... Some willingness to deliberately choose thoughts, you can, in time replace all hindering beliefs with life-giving beliefs. But here is a process that can give you the immediate benefit of changing your beliefs in a much shorter time. We call this process we call this the process of meditation. We playfully tell our physical friends that the reason we teach the that process of meditation is because it is easier for most of you to clear your minds having no thought than it is for you to think pure positive thoughts. For when you quiet your mind, you offer no thought. And when you do so, you offer no resistance. And when you have activated no resistant thought, the vibration of your being is high and fast and pure. Imagine a cork bobbing on a body of water. That represents the place of high, pure, fast vibration that is actually natural to you. Now imagine holding the cork down under the water. That is what resistance is like. And now imagine letting go of the cork and see it rise back up to the surface of the water. Like the cork, naturally, floating on the water's surface, it is natural for you to experience the high, fast, pure vibration. Free of the hindering resistance, and like the cork, if you are not doing something that holds you down under the water, you will bob right back up to the surface where you belong. In other words, you do not have to work at being in the high vibration that is natural to you, because it is natural to you but you do have to stop holding the thoughts that cause you to lower your vibration. It is a matter of no longer giving your attention to things that do not allow your core to flow or do not allow you to vibrate in harmony with who you really are. If you're not focused upon unwanted things that are the opposite of your own pure desire, you will activate no vibration of resistance and you will experience your natural state of thriving and well-being. A decision is the focusing of the vibration of desire. And the decision point happens when the desire is powerful enough. The only discipline that we would like you to exercise is to make a decision that nothing is more important than you feel good, and that you are going to find thoughts that feel better. Your Your cork floating is the only thing that is worthy of discipline. You could say that the process of meditation is a shortcut to changing your beliefs. For in the absence of thought, There is no resistance within you, and your cork, so to speak, bobs naturally back up to the surface. Now, to begin the process of meditation, sit in a quiet space where you are not likely to be interrupted, wear comfortable clothing, it doesn't matter if you sit in a chair around the floor or even lie on your bed, unless you tend to fall asleep when doing so. The important thing is that your body be comfortable. Now close your eyes, relax, and breathe. Slowly draw air into your lungs, and then enjoy the comfortable release of that air Your personal comfort here is very important. As your mind wanders, gently release any thought, or at least do not encourage it by pondering it further. And refocus upon your breathing. You are, by nature, one who wants to focus, so in the beginning the process of meditation will feel unnatural. And you will find your mind wanting to return to things you have been focusing on previously. When that happens, relax, breathe again, and try to release the thought. You will find it easier to quiet your mind if you choose small thoughts that do not have the potential for expanding into something interesting. You could focus upon your own breathing. You could mentally count your breath, breaths in and out. You could listen to the dripping of a faucet. And choosing the soft, gentle thought, you will leave behind all thoughts of resistance in your vibration like the cork will naturally rise. This is not a process where you work on your desires, but instead this is one of the quieting of your mind. As you do so, any resistance will subside, and your state of vibration will rise to its natural pure state. As you quiet your mind, you may feel a sense of physical detachment. For example, you may feel no real difference between your toe and your nose. Sometimes you will feel the sensation of your of twitches and itches beneath your skin. And often, once you have released resistance and are soaring in your natural pure high vibrational state, you will feel an involuntary movement in your body. It may sway slightly from side to side or forward and backward, or your head may roll gently from side to side. But you may simply feel the sensation of movement or of a yawn, but any, of, any or all of these sensations or movements are indicators of your achievement of state of meditation. Your point of attraction will now have changed, and your state of allowing will be in place. Things that you've been asking for, all of which have been given, are now flowing gently into your experience. And as you come out of your state of meditation, this state of allowing will continue until you focus upon something that changes vibrational frequency. But with enough practice, those higher frequencies will become so familiar to you that you will be able to reclaim them whenever you choose. Over time, if you meditate regularly... You will become quite sensitive to the way the higher frequencies feel within your body. In other words, whenever you focus on anything that causes a dip in your vibration, you will now be more likely to recognize it at the early subtle stages before the dip is too significant, and you will be able to easily change your resistant thought in order to maintain your balance. Abraham, speak to us more about meditation. Many teachers, and we are among them, teach meditation as a very good process for raising vibration. An effective meditation would be one that distracts you from any physical awareness that causes resistance within your vibration. When you turn your attention away from what holds your vibration in a lower place, your vibration will naturally rise. It is a withdrawal of consciousness, but while you are still awake, when you are asleep you withdraw consciousness too. When you slumber, you are not consciously aware of what it feels like to be in that higher vibration. When you are awake and in a state of meditation, you can consciously recognize what it feels like to be in in that higher vibration. And in time, you will gain a new sensitivity to your vibration so that you will immediately know whenever you are focusing on something that is causing resistance. Sometimes people say, Abraham, is it normal for all hell to break loose in someone's life when they begin the meditation process? And we say yes, because you are be bringing yourself to a place of heightened sensitivity so that your formerly achieved patterns of lower vibration are now less comfortable to you. Some other ways to raise your vibration. Now that there are other ways. Pardon me, let me start over. Now there are other ways of raising your vibrations than that meditation, such as listening to music that makes your heart sing jogging in a beautiful place, petting a cat, walking your dog, and so on. These are just some of the many pleasant activities that cause a release of resistance and a rise in vibration. Often, you are in your highest state of connection to source energy where you are driving your vehicle. That is the reason why there are relatively so few traffic accidents. The rhythm of the road, the distraction from what has been bothering you, and the idea of going someplace new often causes you to leave behind the thoughts of things that have been bothering you. Your goal is to release any thought that causes you resistance, causes resistance, so that you are in a place of pure positive thought. It is not a problem if you cannot completely quiet your mind, unless your mind is chattering about negative things. If you are softly thinking about, a pleasant, about pleasant things during meditation, it can be of value. For example after spending time with the family they adore pardon me let me make sure this is right here because it looks like this is just okay the way that they wrote this up I'm not sure if they edited it correctly for example after spending time with it says a family with families they adore Jerry and Esther enjoyed many pleasant hours of thought and conversation about that wonderful day, any time they wanted a good feeling moment, they had only to remember something about that day, something one of them said, something one of them, something one of the children did, the beautiful weather the delicious food, the invigorating walk through the woods. in other words, it is quite easy to find something that is pure positive energy. Thinking about your pets can be a good source of positive thought because the animals are so unconditional in their love. Just find any thought that feels good when you think it, and practice it until you begin to set that tone within you, and then other good-feeling thoughts will follow. Another example of the meditation process. So here's the process that if you were in your physical shoes, if we were in your physical shoes, we would utilize every day for 10 or 15 minutes, and not for much more than that. We would sit quietly by ourselves in some pleasant place where we would not be interrupted maybe under a tree maybe in our vehicle maybe in the bathroom or or garden we would do our best to shut down our physical senses in other words we would draw the curtains if the light was too bright we would close our eyes we would choose a quiet place we would be aware of breathing air into our lungs and we would be conscious of breathing out we would concentrate on long breaths and a long breath out, we would breathe air in, and when we thought it was all of our lungs, thought all pardon me. We would breathe air in, and when we thought it was all our lungs would comfortably hold, we would softly bring still more air in, and then at a place of full expansion of our lungs, we would take a long, slow, delicious moment to let the air out. Our intention would be nothing more Than being in this moment and being consciously aware of our breathing, nothing to do other than breathe, not fixing breakfast, not combing hair, not wondering how something, how someone is doing, not thinking about yesterday, not worrying about tomorrow, not focusing on anything in this moment except air in and air out. This is a state of allowing where for just a few moments you stop running the show stop trying to make anything happen this is the time when you're staying saying to your source energy to your inner being to your god or whatever you ca- want to call it here i am in a state of allowing i'm allowing source energy to flow purely through me 15 minutes of effort will change your life because it will allow the energy that is natural to you to flow you will feel better in the moment and you will feel more energized when you come out of it can 15 minutes Can 15 minutes make that much difference? The benefit that you will notice right away is that things you have been wanting will begin showing up. Now why is this? After all, you might say, Abraham, I didn't sit and intend. I didn't sit and set goals. I didn't sit and clarify what I want. I didn't tell the universe what I wanted. Why does 15 minutes of just being set those kinds of things in motion? Because you've already been asking and now... During your time of meditation, you will stop the resistance that has been holding it away. Because of your practice meditation, you are now allowing your desires to flow into your experience. You cannot be part of this physical environment without endless desires being born within you. And as these desires are being born within you, the universe is answering them. And now because of 15 minutes of allowing, whether you are petting the cat, practicing your breathing, listening to waterfall or soothing music, or on a rampage of appreciation, for that time of lying, you establish a vibration that no longer causes resistance to the things that you had been asking for. Well, Abraham, if I've been really negative for 50 years, is it going to take me 50 years to turn it around? No. 15 minutes ought to do it. In 15 minutes, I can undo all the disallowing that I've learned to do. In 15 minutes, you can allow you don't have to undo anything. Well, what if I've really developed major habits of negativity? And 15 minutes is 15 minutes going to change that? Probably not. But the next time you go to one of those negative thoughts, you're going to be more aware of it. Your guidance system is going to be stimulated, so that you will be aware, probably for the first time in your life, what you are doing with your non-physical energy. That is so important because everything that happens to you and everything that happens to everyone you know occurs because of the energy that you are summoning and allowing or not allowing. Everything is about that relationship with energy. Everything you know, everyone you know, who is having every experience that you know, is having it because of the focused desire that their life has brought to them and the state of allowing or resistance that they're in at any moment. What could I accomplish in 30 days? You know that you could have every deadly disease known to man, And some they have not even figured out yet in your body right now. And tomorrow they could all be gone. If from one day to the next you learn how to allow the energy to flow, we're really not encouraging those kinds of quantum leaps. They're a little uncomfortable. What we are really encouraging is that every day you be selfish enough to say, nothing is more important than I feel good. And I'm going to find ways to do so today. I'm going to begin my day by meditating and bringing myself into alignment with my source energy, and as I move through the day, I'm going to look for opportunities to appreciate so that all day long, I'll bring myself back into source energy. If there's an opportunity to praise, I'm going to praise. If there's an opportunity to criticize, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and try to meditate. If I feel like criticizing, I'll say, here kitty, kitty, and I'll pet my cat till the feeling till that feeling goes away. Within 30 days of mild effort, you can go from being one of the most resistant people on the planet to one of the least resistant people on the planet. And then those who are watching you will be amazed by the number of manifestations that begin to occur in your physical experience. We sort of see you from an aerial view, and it is like you are standing on one side of a closed door, and on the other side are all the things you have been wanting, just leaning up against the door, waiting for you to open it. They have been There, from the first moment you ask for them, your lovers, your perfect bodies, your ideal jobs, all the money that you could ever imagine, all the things that you ever wanted, things little and things big, things that you would call extraordinarily significant, and things you would call not very significant. Everything that you have ever identified that you have ever wanted will be lined up right outside your door. And in the moment that you open the door, all things wanted will flow to you. And then we will hold a seminar on how to deal with manifestations, all the stuff that is flowing in. I'd like to take a moment to thank everyone for continuing supporting. For all those who have supported, I ask that you check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash wisdom. Here, for $15 a month, you can get exclusive access to all the latest episodes upcoming. I ask that you please consider donating in cryptocurrency. Maymoonbaytrust.getlb.com And lastly, check out my book that I've just released. You can find it on my website. The link is in the description, but make sure that you use Save 25 at the checkout to save $25. Lastly, if you want to do business with me, you can email me at time at, at gmail.com. Find the links in the description. Thank you. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. God bless you. Process 7 evaluating dreams when to use this process when you want to understand why you are having a particular dream when you want to understand what your vibrational point of attraction is and what you are in the process of creating it before it manifests into your real life experience for an emotional set point range this process of evaluating dreams will be of the most value to you when your emotional set point is ranging somewhere between Joy, knowledge, empowerment, freedom, love, appreciation, and fear, grief, depression, despair, powerlessness. And again, if you're not sure what your current emotional set point is, turn back to chapter 22. Scan the categories on the emotional guidance scale. What you think about and what manifests in your life experience is always a vibrational match. And in the same way, what you think about and what manifests in your dream state is always a vibrational match your dominant thoughts always match your manifestations. And so, once you understand the absolute correlations between your thoughts, how you feel, and what is manifesting in your experience, you can then accurately predict anything that will come into your life. It is nice when you are aware of your thoughts and therefore aware of what you are creating before it manifests, but is also of value after something has manifested to then acknowledge the thoughts that led up to it. In other words, You can make the conscious association between your thoughts, feelings, and manifestations before the manifestation occurs or after the manifestation occurs. Both are helpful. When you dream about something, it is always a match to the thoughts that you have been thinking. And so, since each of your dreams is in fact your creation, it is not possible for you to dream about anything that you have not created yet through your thoughts. The fact it, it has now manifested in your dream state, means that you have given it a significant amount of thought. The essence of the way you feel about the feelings you think about, most will eventually manifest in your real life experience, but it takes even less time and attention for it to manifest in your dream state. For that reason, your dreams can be of immense value in helping you understand what you are in the process of creating in your awake state. If you are in the process of creating something that you do not want, it would be easier to change the direction of your thoughts before it manifests than wanting to change your thoughts after it manifests. The process for evaluating dreams is as follows. As you go to bed, consciously acknowledge that your dreams accurately reflect your thoughts. Say to yourself, it is my intention to rest well and to awaken refreshed, And if there is anything important for me to recall from my dream state, I will... Recall it when I awaken. Then, as you awaken before you get up, lie there for a few minutes and ask yourself, Do I remember anything from my dream state? Although, you may be able to recall different aspects of your dream state throughout the day. Usually the best chance of recalling dream is when you first awaken. And as soon as you begin to call one of your dreams, relax and try to remember how you felt during the dream sequence. Recalling your emotions will give you even more important information than recalling the details of your dream. You must give significant attention to any subject for it to become powerful enough to manifest in your experience. And quite a bit of attention must also be given to a subject before it will begin to show up in your dream state. For that reason, your more meaningful dreams are always accompanied by strong emotion. The emotion may feel good or bad, but it will always be strong enough so that you will recognize that feeling. How do I feel as that was happening? If you have awakened from a very good-feeling dream, you can be confident that your dominant thoughts surrounding that subject are pointed toward manifestations that you do want. When you awaken from a bad-feeling dream, know that your dominant thoughts are in the process of attracting something that you do not want. However, no matter where you stand in terms of what is manifesting your experience, you can always make a decision and change the manifestation to something that is more pleasing. It is truly more fulfilling to consciously create increasingly satisfying scenarios in your experience than it is for you to create, by default, things that you really do not want. And then try to turn around those things to things that you do want. For once something does manifest, then you have all the observing of the unwanted things to deal with as well as the habit of a thought that brought it about to begin with. As soon as you begin to understand that your dreams are wonderful reflections of how you really feel when you are creating... Then you can begin to deliberately change your thoughts in order to positively affect your dreams. And as soon as you receive the positive dream, you will know that you are on the path of positive real-life manifestation. If you awaken from a bad dream, do not worry. Instead, feel appreciation for the awareness that you have been giving attention to something you do not want. In the same way, you appreciate the sensors in your skin that allure you to to the fact that you are approaching something that is very hot, Appreciate that your emotions have made you aware that your thoughts are approaching something unwanted. Now, you do not create while you are dreaming. Your dream is a manifestation of what you have been thinking during your awake state. However, once you are awake and you are now thinking about or discussing your dream, those thoughts do affect your future creations. It is helpful to keep a written record of your dreams. It is not necessary to be extremely elaborate in the recording of the details. Record the general setting where the dream took place, the basic people who appeared in the dream, what you were doing in the dream, what others were doing in the dream, and most significantly, how you felt within the dream. You may discover more than one emotion within the dream, but the emotions will not be very different from each other. For example, you may not feel both ecstatic and angry in the same dream because the vibrational frequency of those two emotions is too extreme to show up in the same dream. So you have identified how the dream felt. If you want to do something about changing or enhancing the emotion, you may want to move on to the process number 22, moving up the emotional scale. Process 22, we're on 7, so that's going to be kind of far down the road. But we're going to get there together. <laughs> I'm right here with you. Abraham, speak to us more about evaluating dreams. Dreams can give you a wonderful insight into your current vibrational state of being. Your recall of a dream is your physical translation of blocks of non-physical thought that you have interacted with in your dream state. When you sleep, you re-emerge back into the energy of the non-physical and you have conversations, not conversations, words by vibrational ones. Then as you are awakening you translate that block of thought back into physical, into its physical equivalent. Sometimes, when you have wanted something for a long while, but you do not see any way for it to really happen, you experience a dream where it does happen, and then, in the pleasant recollection of the dream, you soften your vibration of resistance, and then you desire, your desire can be fulfilled. Many years ago, Jerry and Esther were mutually involved in a business enterprise, but they were not romantically involved. They felt appreciation for one another, but there was not a romantic feeling because neither of them would allow themselves to have that. Each of them, due to circumstances and beliefs, had not even tiptoed into that arena of thought relative to one another. One night, Esther dreamed that Jerry, she saw him clearly, kneeled by her bedside and kissed her on the cheek very much like the fairy tales that she had heard as a child, and when he touched her on the face with his lips, an extraordinary feeling began surging through her, a feeling of exhilaration, a feeling that all was well, a feeling beyond description. It was a feeling that she had never experienced, asleep or otherwise, and when she awakened, she could not stop thinking about that dream, and she could never again think of Jerry in the way that she did before her dream. This dream left a feeling in her that she had not known before. It was so delicious that she tried to dream it again and again. And if she was not able to dream it, then she would just try to remember it. She wanted to recapture the feeling of that dream. And that vibration was the catalyst that brought them together. Esther had been thinking things like, I want to live happily ever after. I want a partner who appreciates me. What a joyful life experience, as Esther had been thinking those things, even though she was living the lack of much of it, her inner being, hearing her wanting, offered her something visual and sensual, something tangible enough so that she could not forget it, and something potent enough that it kept calling her, and as she flowed energy toward it. Oh, what a productive segment of time that was. Dreams, as sneak previews of your future. Now, if you have things you want, but they are not the things that you have any touchstones about in your own life, for instance, you may want to be well, but you have never been well. Or you might want to be prosperous, but you have never been prosperous. Or you want a loving mate, but you have never had a loving mate. Talk to your inner being about what you really want and why you want it. And let your inner being offer to you, in your dream state, images that you can flow energy toward, which will cause your vibrational state to be as you want it to be. And then the law of attraction would bring it to you. Your dreams are manifestations of your vibrational point of attraction. So you can evaluate your dreams to determine what you are really doing with your vibration. Your dreams are a sort of a sneak preview of that which is to come. So if you evaluate the content of your dream, you can often determine what your point of attraction is, and that if you do not wish to live out the dream you have been dreaming, you can do something about changing it. As a result of what the influence surrounding you has been encouraging you to think, you may be flowing energy toward financial disaster, you may be flowing energy toward a body and the body that will not function well, and so on. As such, your inner being, which is aware that you are projecting sickness into your future, offer your dream showing you showing you where you are going and so you awaken and you say ah i don't want that and then you say what is it i do want and why do i want it?" and then you start flowing your energy productively toward that what you do want transmitting your energy and thereby changing your future experience and that my fellow brothers and sisters concludes today's reading and i will catch you next friday thank you for tuning in again. Thank you for your support. Thank you for all the donations and everything that you do to keep this going. God bless you. Hope you really enjoyed it and I'll catch you on the next one. There's more good to come. I promise.